Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. It's been very interesting as we've been travelling around Israel. We've passed many shepherds with flocks of sheep, and I guess goats as well. They're actually very difficult to tell the sheep and goats apart here. There are, and uh, of course Jesus talked about the division of the sheep and goats. Um, they might appear very similar on the outside, but Jesus distinguished on the Day of Judgment between the two groups because the sheep are those who love and serve others, and the goats are really those who live for themselves. But what I want to focus on today is what uh, we read in chapter 10 of John's Gospel about Jesus being the Good Shepherd. Now, you need to understand something about shepherds in Israel. Let me just read from the beginning of uh, chapter 10. I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Now, what we must understand about shepherds in Israel is that they can't just turn the sheep out into a nice pasture land, into a field or onto the hills uh, in the way that we can in this nation. The vegetation is very, very sparse. In fact, when you look at sheep as they graze, uh, you wonder what it is they really are eating. And uh, the fact is that a shepherd, the nomadic shepherds in the time of Jesus, would have led their sheep as much as 10 to 15 miles a day just to find sufficient pasture. A shepherd would lead his sheep, he would go on ahead of them, and all of them would know his voice and they would follow him because they recognized instinctively that he always led them to where there was food. Now, if uh, a shepherd was going to be walking very slowly, but nevertheless for all those hours, especially in the heat of the Middle East, uh, he was going to need some rest at night. So what they normally did was perhaps several flocks would come together in a single place and they would be put in a paddock and there would be a watchman who would be like the night watchman. He would watch over all these flocks uh, until the following morning. So if you imagine several flocks, say four or five different flocks of sheep, all in the one paddock. Now you thought, well, how on earth are they going to sort them out the following day? Well, it was very, very simple. Because each of the flocks recognized the voice of their shepherd, in the morning each shepherd would come along and simply call his sheep. And all those who recognized his voice would come out and follow him. The other sheep from the other flocks to him, that shepherd was a stranger. 
So they wouldn't come out, they wouldn't follow the other sheep, they would wait for the voice that they knew. And so we, we can get this vivid picture of what Jesus is talking about, that the shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep know his voice. They wait for the voice of the shepherd and they follow him. What does this say to us? Well, Jesus is our good shepherd and we need to therefore recognize his voice, know his voice, know his word, know the voice of, of the Holy Spirit and we must be prepared to follow him. Uh, if you can hear some barking in the, in the background, we're right here in the Holy Land making these, these programs out of doors. So we're not in the studio where we normally are. But uh, they didn't have sheepdogs to round the sheep up in the way that we do. No, they just recognized the shepherd's voice and they followed him. So Jesus said again that I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. When, then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. So a true shepherd is the one who will care for the sheep even in times of danger. Then Jesus goes on and says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. So what I've described about the kind of relationship between the shepherd and his sheep in, in Israel, you can see that there is a real relationship. He would know each of his sheep by name, and each of the sheep would know him. So he says, I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus didn't come as some hired hand who, when it was dangerous, ran away. And then he says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Now, of course, I don't suppose the people listening to Jesus at the time fully understood the implications of what he was saying. But he is, of course, referring to the fact that Gentiles will also become his sheep. So not only those Jews who were coming to believe in him as he preached, but also in the future there would be sheep from other Gentile nations. But how does God regard this great disparity of the different sheep from different lands, different ethnic backgrounds, and so on? He says, well... There is only one shepherd and only one flock, that he regards them all as the one flock that belongs to him. Then he makes an incredible statement. Jesus says, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. So here is a clear reference not only to the way in which he lived to serve others, but to the fact that he was ready to give his life for the sheep on the cross. Now there's a thought, isn't there? That when 
Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem. The shepherd was crucified. And you know, when he was raised from the dead, the shepherd was crucified. And now he shepherds his people from heaven. The lamb that was sacrificed is in the midst of the throne. You see, whatever Jesus was in his humanity, he is continually. He is always the shepherd of his people. He is always the lamb that was sacrificed for us. He is always the high priest who entered into the Holy of Holies and who now serves us in the power of an indestructible life from heaven. So we can be very, very thankful that this child that was born in Bethlehem was the one who had become the shepherd of God's people. And how thankful we can be that we have been called by name, each one of us who are believers in him, each one of us who have become his disciples, he has called us by name and made us his own. What does he want to do in our lives? Well, he wants to lead us. He wants to lead us beside still waters, that is, in the way of peace. He wants, us, he wants to lead us into rich pastures. He wants to be able to feed us, to supply for us, to meet our needs, because he's the shepherd who cares for the sheep. But not only that, he wants his sheep to reflect who he is as the shepherd. If we follow him and keep our eyes on him, then he will lead us in the way that he wants us to go. And he would do that by the power of his Holy Spirit. So we can be very, very thankful that if we have received the Holy Spirit, the voice of Jesus, the voice of the shepherd is within us. And of course we have to learn to distinguish his voice from all the other voices, from the voices that want to lead us into temptation and sin, from the voices that want to lead us to indulge ourselves and the flesh, from the voice of our own soul, which is focused on what we want and can sometimes easily be confused with the voice of God. And then there is, of course, the true voice of the true shepherd. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he lives within us. And what God wants every one of us to do is to become increasingly sensitive to the voice of the shepherd and always willing to obey him, to lead him. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. He said later to the disciples, live in me and I in you. And if you obey my commandments, you will continue to live in me. So this is amazing, isn't it? We follow Jesus like the sheep. We are made one with Jesus because he was the lamb that was sacrificed for us. And now we can live in him and he can live in us by the power of his spirit. And we are those sheep. What does God want us to do? To reach out into the world with the good news of the gospel so that others that are outside the fellowship of his grace and of his love can be brought in that they too may become sheep that know and recognize the voice of the shepherd and follow him. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 